Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. This is the Rich Eisen Show. J.J. Watt with a three-time defensive player of the year. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Does your brother deserve his first? What do you think? Throws the pass and batted down by T.J. Watt. On that table. Deserved it last year. He's going to get it this year. Earlier on the show, Steelers defensive tackle Cam Hayward. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer Tony Dungy. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We have, I'm being very honest with you. It's a, it's a, it's a chessboard. It's a tapestry. We're, we fit the pieces together. We weave it together. This hour's got a lot. We've got a lot, and I want to fit in your phone calls. Tony Dungy's going to call this program. TJ's big-ass grab bag. We just got that one done. That was a very interesting what-if conversation. Go to our YouTube page for that. We've got uh, TJ, uh, pardon me, Brockman, Sneaky Good Games, Mike Del Tufo's Weather Report, uh, and also uh, What's More Likely, and, uh, and there's so much to go on as well. And there is my yeah. one last gratuitous uh, attempt for this week alone to remind everybody that uh, I am a host and uh, the Oscars. Well, if one thing needs to be cut, it's that. That's definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. We're going to work it all in. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. I'm going to work Let's it see. all in. You trying to be the Oscars host oh, or yeah. a full slate of playoff analysis? By Brock, we'll get it all done. Um, I mean, it's not an either or. It's not an either or. What's more likely? Okay. Oh yeah. What's uh, you know what? Uh, this guy is a revelation. He has been phenomenal this year. He's been terrific uh, ever since being drafted to the Rams in 2017. He completed a triple crown season. Most catches, most touchdown catches, most receiving yards in the league. He is being mentioned as an MVP candidate, and why not? He's playing on Monday Night Football to wrap up Super Wild Card Weekend. He is the pride of Yakima, Washington, now here playing for the Los Angeles Rams. He is none other than all-pro Cooper Cup. How are you, Cooper? Hey, I'm good, Rich. Thanks for having me. You bet. I I, I hope that introduction. Did I miss anything in that? I mean, you've, you've done so much. I, I don't think My I'm... My goodness gracious. Yeah, you didn't have, have to do all that. Well, maybe. Do you want to host the Oscars too, Cooper? That job's open. I mean, you could do it all. Do you want to do that? No, I'm, I'm all good. You sure? I mean, that's, you know, it's March. You know, this will be in the part of your, your off season. You could host the Oscars, don't you no, think? Just enjoy some time with the family. Okay, there you go. Very good. So, uh, to what do you attribute the remarkable personal success that you've had this year, along with your team? I understand it is a team game. There is no I in Cooper or Cup. But to what do you owe 
this uh, explosion that we've seen from you yeah, this year? Man, I mean, I, I don't know if you can you'd sit here. We've only got a few, we've only got ten minutes, Rich. And yes, I don't I know. know if I have enough time to go through all these different all the people that have been a part of just um, putting together a great year. I mean, like you touched on before, I mean, none of this happens without an incredible group of people around you, incredible football players, um, you know, receivers more than any other position in the ultimate team game. Receiver relies on the other ten guys to do their job. Before I can get the ball, you know, everyone else has to do their job. You got O line that needs to be a block up front, running backs they got to pick up blitzes. Um, other receivers, yeah, I'll be able to run um, great routes, be able to draw coverage, be able to do stuff to, to um, allow me to do what I do. Um, and then, correct, I can you know put the ball um, in the right spot. So, uh, so much credit to the just the guys that I, the guy I get to play with day in and day out, and you know, coaches that put us in great spots. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, we talk so much in my end of the business about chemistry, and it is such an esoteric thing. But what is yours with Matthew Stafford? Did you have it right away when you first met well, him I as mean, a teammate? You got, it's, it's something you definitely just – it's a growing thing. You guys just continue to collaborate with each other, talk to each other about what you're seeing out there, how you can uh, be more efficient, uh, just try to be on the same page in terms of how you're seeing coverage and then just how you want to attack it. You know, what what kind of things does Matthew like? What kind of throws does he like to make? And, um, you know, as we kind of have been able to get reps together and kind of talk through those things, it's just continue to grow. When did that happen immediately upon his acquisition by the team? When did that happen for you? No, I think it's, it's you know, I think during OTAs we really get a little bit of a grasp of what that could look like. Right. Um, you know, just a, you know, you don't get a ton of reps during a, a shortened OTAs um, that we had this year. But um, I think the time that we spent between being able to talk about things and trying to maximize every rep, even when we're not in there, you know, taking the reps, but we're watching and seeing it together, uh, I think that's made a big, big difference for us. And, uh, you know, again, Cooper, uh, and uh, I, I know you're a team guy, so I apologize in advance by asking all these individual, um, you know, achievement awards that do require a, a team effort. But um, you are one of only five guys who received all 50 votes for the first team all pro. And you were being mentioned viably at the receiver position as an MVP candidate. What do you think of when you hear that? Just to maybe as the kid from Yakima, let's go in that res- respect right there. Yeah, well, it's, uh, I mean, it's obviously an incredible honor. Um, the names that you get to kind of see your name beside, I think that's just something I've got so much respect for the guys in this league. Um, the guys that have played in this league are doing it right now at such a high level. Um, but also the guys that have you know, come before and, and set the standard in this league and really made this league what it is. Um, you know, I've, I've loved watching football from my earliest years. I love this game and just have so much respect for it. So um, to be in a place where you know, I'm able to see my name alongside some of those things, it's, it, it is it's an incredible honor, and it's uh, it's due in no short part to the people I've I've got around me and, and uh, the position I've been able to play, be placed in. And I'm just glad I could uh, you know, be a part of stepping into that role and uh, being able to produce this team. And I, and I heard one of your answers this year about uh, walking everybody through a play. Um, a big touchdown that you had, you know, the X's and O's, and you knew everything soup to nuts about all of it. And McVeigh is a guy who remembers everything that he had for breakfast 19 million years ago. What is it like when the two of you guys talk ball, Cooper? It's fun. It's, it's great being able to dive into kind of the deeper things, the, the deeper uh, you know, nuances of this game where uh, you know, you're not talking about just um, you're not talking about just drawing up a, a pattern or anything like that, but you're talking about attacking individual um, 
you know, individual individual rules of a defense, individual leverages, and um, you know, little things that you see within uh, the schematics of you know how one team plays, you know, 33 week, and you can say, hey, this team's playing this a little more matchier. This these hook players are pushing through, or whatever, whatever it is. But being able to be on the same page of um, understanding that there's greater details that can be, you know, gone into that you can, um, you know, be able to take advantage of things that. Uh, you know, sometimes other people can't because you just aren't uh, able to see or kind of get to that level of detail with the amount of time that you have in the course of a week. But just the time that we've spent being able to dive into those things has been, it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, a few more minutes left with uh, Cooper Cup of the Los Angeles Rams here on the Rich Eisen Show. The challenge of facing an opponent that knows you, you know them, third time around is what? What do you got for me on that one, Cooper? Well, obviously, I mean, you, you put so many reps together now um, – you know, it's being able to, you know, try to get an idea of what works for them, what kind of things they're going to kind of bring to the table again, um, you know, what kind of things you might expect to see. Uh, you know, I think there's something you said about, you know, going against someone um, over and over again in terms of individual DBs or linebackers, what have you, um, getting a feel for how they play the game, but it's in the same way they get to have that same experience with you. And so uh, trying to be ahead of the curve and um, in terms of, you know, being able to adapt to kind of the changes that you might think they're going to make, and um, it just adds another layer to another layer to this game where you know, you're, you're really game planning each other, but you got to play off of what you also are expecting them to do. Where uh, you know you've got a lot of reps against them. What about the idea that uh, they're expecting the Rams to make sure that you're found by Stafford? What about that? That the general sense of playoffs is to remove that from another team's repertoire, and you are that guy. Cooper Cup. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's uh, you know you just have to execute your job to the best of your ability, and uh, you know being able to identify when you know when you know teams might, might want to tilt coverages or do doubles or lend body presence and stuff like that. But you know, we've got so many good receivers on this team, so many guys that can make plays. I think it really makes it a challenge on a defense to do that. You got you know Odell and Van um, there that can stretch the field, that can do all that stuff. So um, you know we've got guys that can. You got guys that can do some really good stuff for us and uh, makes it tough to try to take one guy out of the out of the game. Okay, before I let you go, Cooper Cup, into your into your Friday, is there any conversation you have at all? You saw what the Bucks did last year. You know where the Super Bowl is this year. You know where you're playing Monday night. You know whose house it is, as they say. So do you have that conversation just openly, like let's just do this? It happened last year, let's go back to back and winning it all in our home building. For the Super Bowl, you know, I think that's all. Obviously, that's the ultimate goal. At the end of the day, you know, you always know that that is that's the pinnacle of this season. That is, that is the ultimate goal of every team that comes in this year. Um, so there's not much talk that needs to be done. I mean, if you have to come in and talk about the fact that you want to play in a Super Bowl, then you probably have the wrong guys uh, in the building. So you know, we got we know what we want to accomplish. There's just more of a, a mentality of taking things a day at a time and trying to win each individual day, each week. Um, and then be able to uh, you know move forward as as those days come, as those weeks come. So um, kind of a a shortened view that just allows us to be focused on the details and stacking blocks and uh, knowing that the ultimate goal obviously is to we'll play you know that that big game and so far at the end of the year. Well, congrats on putting your name in MVP status, man. Congrats Thank on that. You. you are most welcome. It really is amazing to watch. And last one for you: How long do you keep the beard? Is this a is this a playing season thing or, or is this a year round thing? It'll, it'll probably be for the season. I'll I'll, uh, 
you know, I'll have to uh, reflect on that when the season, whenever the season does come to an end, I'll reflect on that and see what we end up on. Okay. I'm it, sure my wife, my wife's going to have a big say on that. I mean, it's, of course, but this is a maintenance thing, it looks like to me, to be very honest. <laughs> it's a maintenance issue. Yeah, yeah, it, it, is, it is a maintenance issue. And, you know, if, you, if, if she really likes it, I'll, I'm only putting the time to keep it looking, uh, okay. looking relatively nice. All right. Well, you let Stafford know I wore a Georgia hat on NFL Network if he's not aware of it because yeah, I'm a Michigan I'll, guy. I'll they actually did it. And it wasn't fun. So just <laughs> let him know I actually came through. Cooper, thanks yeah. for the time, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Let's do this again. You bet. That's Cooper Cup. Coop. There's nobody better right here on the Rich Eyes Show. MVP. Monday Night Football. MVP. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't win it, a non-quarterback will never win it. I don't think he's going to win it. What's the vote? Rogers got 30. That was 30 34 to 16. Yeah, I mean, 34 to that's 16. It. Rodgers got 34 votes for All-Pro quarterback to 16. And that's just him versus Brady. This guy right? got all 50. Hold on a second. I know that. Um, that's just him versus Brady. It's kind of like a political conversation, right? When it's just there's <laughs> a third-party candidate coming in, how does that vote get split? Right. So let's just say 34, like how many of those who voted for Aaron Rodgers over Brady and how many people that voted Brady over Aaron Rodgers are thinking that when you throw Cooper Cup's campaign in, he's worthy of it. Is it, you know, nine, 10? Would that shorten the 18 vote gap? Like that's, this is, this is a glimpse into how this is going to work. Is Cooper Jonathan Taylor thrown in does he take one or two does he peel away as the sort of the green party candidate say, here? is cooper cut more ross perot or ralph no, he's nader. the independent ralph nader john anderson for those who are of a certain age of the uh, 1980 election you know so um no uh, you know what i mean like yeah, this no, is of course, of course this is the reality of it no he's a super long shot but he deserves what he did, what he did this year was he is without remarkable. a doubt yeah. the offensive player of the year in the nfl and if he does not win that award, and I know what Jonathan Taylor did this year, but Cup was soup to nuts week one through week 18 off the charts, and he blocks just as well. Mm-hmm. Does it all. Then he, he blocks just as well. You know, and the question is, is who's going to, you know, the back end of that, if they don't get home on Stafford, that's going to be a tough one. But they've got J.J. Watt coming back. We think. He's got to play. If they don't get home on Stafford and Cop does his business, right? Long day. And Sony Michelle being added to this is a totally different ball of wax. This is my analysis, snap analysis of Monday night. they got to get home on Stafford. Cam Akers is back? they got to get home on Stafford. If they get home on Stafford and also get a couple of picks from Stafford, then they got a really good chance. And then, of course, Aaron Donald, as we all know, he was the one who threw Kyler Murray down on the turf to wrap up the Rams' victory over the Arizona Cardinals last time they faced. I mean, what an all-star cast the Rams have. This is it, man. They've got it. They've got it. They've got it. Odell shows up too. What if he makes a one-handed grab and all of that stuff? Come on. I can't wait for Monday night. I will be uh, in the host chair for pregame and halftime on Westwood One in that one. 
uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take a break. Tony Dungy, when we come back. Also still to come, Mike Del Tufo's weather report. That's right. Yeah. You ready to do that? You yeah, want to do the weather report? Rich. Let's do that. Yeah. Coming up. You ready? Yep. Okay, great. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee. And right now, you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right Power Torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at OReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's OReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, well, what just happened is his weather report. His weather report. So I gotta give you minus eight. It's supposed it. to be minus eight in Winter. Buffalo on Saturday night. Uh, so, my friends at NetSuite want to remind you to go right now to netsuite.com slash rich and get this upgrade that I've been telling you about for days. Look, it's just like you want to make this game-winning putt, this, this uh, match-winning putt, and your uh, hat falls over your eyes as you're hitting it. That's a problem, right? Poor visibility when you're talking about business, just as bad. Maybe it's because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, please upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And again, for the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash rich. Head to NetSuite.com slash rich for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses netsuite.com slash rich he's a pro football hall of famer love his work on nbc football night in america there's not one but two games coming up this weekend the first one of super wild card weekend raiders at Bengals, and then the big sunday nighter big ben and the steelers taking on the kansas city chiefs joining us here on the rich eisen show once again is tony dungy how are you coach Hey, Ritz. Doing great. Good to be with you. You got it. Let's get just jump into last week real quick before we get to this week and the and the here and now. Do you think that timeout, so many people making a, a, a big deal of Brandon Staley's timeout in that game, do you think that did in fact cause the Raiders to kick a field goal instead of taking the tie for both of them? Do you think that it was the No, I, 
I absolutely don't. I think Rich Bisaccia was going to do exactly what he did. I think he was going to run one more running play, run the clock down to, to two or three seconds, and try a long field goal. If they made it, they win. If they miss it, they tie and go to the playoffs. So I don't think it changed his strategy at all. Now, it may have given him a chance to think about a better running play and doing it differently, and, but it also gave San Diego, or the, the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers, a chance to get their run defense squared away. And the end of the day was the run defense of the Chargers let them down down the stretch. Had they stopped any of those runs early on in the drive, it would have been a tie game. The amazing thing is, Tony, like again, you're a pro football Hall of Fame head coach for a reason. And there's so many permutations and scenarios and possibilities when you are a head coach in the NFL and being able to handle it, you know, at a certain level is how some few select few like yourself get to go inside of Canton. Have you ever seen a set of circumstances like that? Ever? Well, that was that was difficult. It was different. Uh, and it, I think it did impact Rich Bisaccia's uh, strategy. Now, number one, you want to make the playoffs. So he had the score tied. He knew he was in. But he also knew this. If we tie this game, we're going to Kansas City. We've lost to Kansas City a couple of times by big scores. Uh, if we win this game, not only do we go to Cincinnati, but we've got a higher seed. So if crazy things happen, uh, we, we have a chance to play a lower-seeded team at home. So I, I think he did what, exactly what the circumstances dictated. Make sure you don't lose. Make sure we stay in the playoffs. But we want to win this game. Tony Dungy here on the Rich Eisen Show, and now it's the Steelers against the Chiefs. Um, what's your assessment uh, of this game, uh, knowing Tomlin as you do? Do you think he's playing the nobody believes in us house money card to the hilt? Oh, ab- absolutely. And it reminds me, Rich, so much of 2005. Uh, we had a great team in, in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. We played the Steelers in December and beat them 26-7. to It wasn't a close game. We dominated Excuse me, all, all facets of that game. And miraculously, Pittsburgh comes around. They win a couple of games at the end. They beat Cincinnati when Carson Palmer gets hurt. They come back to us. Nobody's giving them a chance. Same scenario, same stadium, playing us again. They totally outplayed us in the playoff game. And so I, I think you know Ben Roethlisberger was there. He's going to build on that. Mike Tomlin knows that. And, yes, the, the great thing is we'll make some adjustments. What kind of adjustments will they make? They certainly have to think they're going to beat us. Kansas City has to think that. We're going to use that to our advantage. So I I think it's going to be a great game. Did you ever ask Tony Dungy, did you ever ask Nick Harper why he cut back allowing Ben to tackle him? Did you ever have that conversation with him in that game? It's a story, yes. We always, we practice those situations. We practice staying on the sideline, using your blockers, outrunning people. I know Nick... If he had to do it again, he would stay outside. He ha- he got injured uh, before the game, uh, to a uh, day before the game, hurt his knee, and I think he really thought he couldn't outrun Ben Roethlisberger, and that's why he broke it back. And nine, 99 times out of 100, mm. he would have stayed straight up that sideline, outrun Roethlisberger, and we probably would have won the game. Mm. I'm sure you don't like talking Crazy. about it, but I appreciate you do. Hey, but I mean, before that, I'll tell you that another story, Rich. Yeah. We got stopped on fourth down at like our ten yard line. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks the game's over. I told Gary Brackett, the only chance we've got now, Gary, we've got to cause a fumble. 
Gary Brackett went out there and put his helmet on the ball <laughs> on Jerome Bettis and knocked the ball loose. And I'm thinking, when that ball came loose, I'm thinking, we're going to win this game. Gary did just what we needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was a crazy, crazy, crazy game. Yeah, and of course, we you got just, a uh, yeah. You we still... got back in the game with a we challenged an interception by Troy Polamalu that was I, I promise you a hundred out of a hundred. It's an interception, but it was that Calvin Johnson hit the ground. Troy caught it rolled over, got up and celebrated and dropped the ball, and they said he didn't complete the catch. And so if we had won the game, I would have felt bad about it because we benefited from a challenge that I didn't really believe in. Pro Football Hall of Famer and NBC Sports Tony Dungy joining me here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Which team, which road team, let's throw the Niners out, unless you want to throw them in there. Go go ahead. Which road team do you think has the best opportunity to, to shock everybody? And come up with a you know, W. I, I really think three road teams are going to win this week out of six. I don't know which they are. We've seen so much up and down. This this field is wide open. Of course, you could see easily see New England going to Buffalo. You, you guys talked about the weather report. Hey, maybe it's a cold game again. If Buffalo can't throw, uh, that really hurts them, and it benefits New England. San Francisco, I think, has the ideal situation. They've got a power running team. Uh, Dallas is a great, fast defense. They fly around. They force turnovers. But can they hold up if they pound the ball and run straight at them? And uh, Nick Bosa already said, hey, we think we can generate a pass rush on these guys. We think we can come after Dak Prescott. So that one I think is going to be good. The Raiders, our, our Saturday game on NBC, the Raiders, that first game was a lot closer than people think. Raiders had the ball going in in the fourth quarter with a chance to make it very, very interesting. And they throw an interception. It ends up being a blowout. But that game was a one-score game for for 55 minutes. So uh, I I think every team, every visiting team, I think, has a chance, even the Eagles. Uh, The Eagles, I would give maybe the least chance Mm -hmm. because I think Tom Brady is going to be surgical against that pass defense. But um, I I think every road team has a chance. What is the challenge, though, coaching uh, against a team that you've already seen twice, though? You know what I mean? We got that Monday nighter. You got so much in that regard. So The challenge, (laughs) I think the team that loses really has the advantage because you are forced to make changes. You do things differently. If you won that earlier game Mm. or two earlier games, you say, why should I change? That would look dumb. What I did worked. So you kind of have a tendency to sit there and do what you did. The other team makes some little tweaks, and they have a little bit of advantage, I think. So um, I, I never like to play a team in the playoffs that you already beat in the regular season. Tony Dungy, Pro Football Hall of Fame coach right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I know there's so much that goes into it, ownership, uh, whether you like the general manager who is there or you need to be hired by a GM you've never met or you are a coach who obviously has the, the ability to say, I want – this person at my side for personnel uh is there a quarterback already there so on and so forth but which current opening in in the nfl do you think is the most attractive well you have to look at jacksonville because you've got that franchise quarterback uh trevor lawrence everybody in the draft thought he is ready to go he's legitimately there so that that's sitting there and this kind of reminds me of the Dallas Cowboys of the late 80s, where they drafted Troy Aikman, then they had a bad year, Jimmy's first year. They win one game, and now you've got another draft class that comes in with that franchise quarterback. So I would love, if I were in it, I would love to go to Jacksonville and say, my quarterback's there, now I'm drafting to fill some needs. I've got some young talent already there. 
in three years, we could be dynamic. And, of course, you, you go to the place where they don't require you to fly home with a team, right? Is that what you... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another benefit. That's another benefit. You can travel at your own will uh, okay, and your own it. leisure. I mean, it, it's just been a wild year, certainly, you know, on that reference I made to Urban Meyer. And then the surprises. I mean, Brian Flores fired in, in Miami, and then I don't... I, I kind of thought David Culley did everything that was asked of him. What did you make of those two firings, Tony Dungy? Here's what I make of it, and I could be wrong. Brian Flores, it obviously wasn't about record. They're getting better. They're winning games. They're, they had a seven-game winning streak this, this year, so mm-hmm. it's not about uh, performance. Something else was going on there, and I don't know what that is. But then I think that spurred step two. Uh, the GM at Houston – is familiar with Brian Flores. He's got a New England way of doing things. And all of a sudden, this coach that I didn't think was available is now available. Uh, that leads me to make this decision on, on David Culley. I can get a guy who's a good coach from a system that I know, who I've worked with, and we can work together. I would be shocked if Brian Flores isn't in Houston uh, in two weeks. Okay. So uh, right now, as you and I are talking, though, there's only one uh, man of color who's in a position of a HC, and it's Mike Tomlin. Um, what adjective do you use to describe this? Alarming, uh, um, uh, concerning, disappointing, or transitory? What do you want to what, – what word would you use, Tony? It's really been an up-and-down situation, and now we're in a down cycle, and I'm going to put the head on the NFL. Uh, we're hearing these names mentioned, and you you hear Brian Flores, he's going to be mentioned, and you're hearing Jim Caldwell and Leslie Frazier and Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich, and we've heard Eric Bieniemy for a long time. Well, we've we've got six openings now. Let's see what happens. And if we end up with just one African American coach at the end of this cycle, then it is going to you're going to have to say, wait a minute, this isn't a coincidence. Hmm. So what 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 is it? Tony, what I mean, what to what do you owe it? This- the NFL is—it's a crazy business, and it's 32 people making their own individual decisions. And I'm not sure why Brian Flores isn't uh, the, still the head coach in Miami. I can tell you, it doesn't have anything to do with race. It doesn't make sense. You you aren't firing Brian Flores because he's black. You hired him, and he's winning. He's starting to deliver for you. So th- something else is going on. Now, there are some other places where I think, yes, some African-American coaches have gotten overlooked because people, they aren't looking for them. They, they've got – Jacksonville's a great example. I promise you, last year, Urban Meyer was the guy they were going to after. doesn't matter who they interviewed, who was good. Urban Meyer was their guy. Well, there is some of that. And, you know, at one time, that was me. I was Jim Ursay's guy. And when I got fired, he was going to hire me. Uh, it so happened I was black, so that that was one in the African American coaches uh, column. But he was going to hire me no matter what, and that that happens, and that that's okay. But we've got to get the league as a whole. We've got to get everybody to look at all of these candidates and make good decisions. Don't just focus in on a guy and say that's our guy. Evaluate everybody and find the best candidates. Do what Dan Rooney did. 15 years ago with Mike Tomlin. Search, explore. Dan Rooney had four guys on the staff at that time who were going to be tremendous head coaches. Ken Wisenhunt, Dick LeBeau, Bruce Arians, Russ Grimm. And he said, I I could pick one of these guys and nobody could complain about it. 
But you know what? I'm going to go out and look. I've got a formula. I like young defensive coaches that can be with me for 15 years. So that's what I'm going to look for. And he ended up finding Mike Tomlin. And that's what we've got to encourage these owners to do. Get your blueprint and then go out and look. Don't just hire the, the biggest name or the first person that comes to mind. Go search. And how many times does your phone ring? Anybody still kicking the tires to see you? Believe it or not, I have talked to a couple of people. And believe it or not, my wife hung that phone up. <laughs> <laughs> in, in in like the past week or so, or like yes, literally? sir, yes, sir. Your wife hung the phone up. Is that because she, is that well, because she, she doesn't? Hung it up. No. She made me hang it up. Okay, because because why? She yeah, she knows done. that if you we're if you hear it out, what you 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 might actually entertain. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, and I probably wouldn't. Uh, I'm 66 years old. I've been out of the game 12 years, and there are some there are a lot of great coaches out here that will will be able to do the job for years to come, and I, I think that's what people should be looking for. Tony Dungy, before I let you go, you're, uh, you, who did you say before the season was going to make the Super Bowl? What was your preseason prediction? You know, I, I said the same thing that I'm saying now. Okay. I don't know. I, I always uh, bet, bet against the, the team that won it last year because I think it's so hard to repeat. Mm-hmm. But I just do not see a team that's playing consistent football that I would say, you know, those guys are going to go. Um, I, I would If we see – Four road teams win this week and see four upsets. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Well, and then then it benefits a team that's not playing this weekend, like the Packers. You don't think they're playing consistent enough football? Rodgers and Adams look like they're on a different planet, like they're connected, and and the run game and they're getting healthier on defense. You know, like you don't you don't look at them and say they're the team to they, beat. They are, but I saw a loss to Minnesota by them that that surprised me, and. You know, I've seen Tennessee play and win these games, but I saw them in a three-point game at Houston last week hmm. uh, with the number one seed on the line. So um, I, I just I, I think those two definitely have an edge because they only have to win two games to get there. But I I would not make them prohibitive favorites. Well, Tony, uh, I love talking to you. Thanks for the insight. I'm also. Uh, Honored, I'll say it this way, honored that uh, when I called, your wife didn't take the phone and hang it up. So <laughs> I'll take that as a no, compliment. She, she knows Rich Eisen on the, on the caller ID. So. <laughs> okay, up. I'm just that I'm, I'm so I'm relieved, too, that didn't happen. So thanks for the call, Tony. You, you, Thank you, Rich. Great to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, you bet. Have a great yeah. weekend of broadcast. That's Tony Dungy. You got two calls. Yeah, man. YOLO. I'm going YOLO on him. I'm going YOLO on Cower. I'm going YOLO. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine your team that says, here's our next coach, Tony Dungy? What? Okay. Free agents flock. Players listen. Oh, yeah. Here's our next coach of the New York Giants. What? Okay. Looks like they got it right. Wait a minute. Bill Cowher, next coach of the New York Giants. How would Giants feel, feel, feel about that one? No, I don't know, Brock, when you make that face, have they been out of the game or whatever? You never know. It's, yeah, it's not so... the direction I would go, but I understand what you're saying. Oh, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Then again, you know the way, I'm, the way I would go, and I say it all the time, and I have no idea if it's possible. Blank check, David Shaw, here it is. That's it. That's my choice. David Shaw. I know I'm not going to sit there for a single second and have him say something to the media that's going to make my phone ring. 
I know for a split sec, for, he's going to have players totally, totally buying what he's selling. So, at any rate, let's take a break here and sneak in as many calls as we can. Um, what's more likely? Let's go. You've got a playoff edition of What's More Likely. When One for each game. Back, let's do it. One for each game. So there's six entries okay. of What's More Likely. Do not miss it. That's coming up. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Okay, injury news. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out. He's out, yeah. Out. Okay. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Daryl Williams expected to play per Schefter barring setback. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go, man. Fire up the NFL Films music, please. Let's get what's more likely right here. A special super wild card edition of what's more likely I will tell you what I see in my figurative crystal ball. Christopher, what do you have over there? Okay, first up, this is going in order of the game. So as we know, first up, Raiders, Bengals. What's more likely, more Derek Carr turnovers or Jamar Chase 50-plus yard touchdown. Mm. I'm going to go chase 50-yard touchdowns. That's what I'll do. That's what I'll go on that one. I think this one's going to be an offensive uh, tilt. Like a lot lot of points in this. I kind of got that sense of of things. I think that uh, we're going to see a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so, too. This sounds like a fun football game. I'll go with Jamar Chase 50-yard touchdowns over Derek Carr. Turnovers. He's been locked in this last yeah, month, this brother. Good, this is a good start to the weekend. Okay. I think it's going to be great. Okay. okay. The, the capper Saturday night, New England and Buffalo, as Del Tufo so expertly told you, it's going to be cold. So, yeah. cold, cold. Higher, what's more likely? A higher number of touchdowns scored in the game or the temperature at kickoff? What's higher? Um, touchdowns in the game, temperature, temperature at kickoff. Temp- temperature at kickoff. Temperature at kickoff. You might even be able to uh, um, go with feels like is more than the touchdowns in the game. 
Negative? <laughs> no. Oh, I see. I, I think up. I think it's gonna be a high score. Yeah, no. I think it's gonna. I no. think it's going score. Game. No. Yeah, I go with the other. No, I'll go the opposite. I'll go temperature at kickoff. You think there's gonna be nine touchdowns in the game if it's eight degrees at kickoff? I think. Really? I think there's gonna be a lot of points. Really? I do. Okay. The the cold doesn't affect really how you play or the score. It's it's the conditions. It's the rain. It's the wind. Yes. I think it's the cold, too. It's going to be so freaking cold. As Dallas Carter just told us, Dallas Carter just said, cold doesn't matter. You can stay warm in the NFL now. Hand warmers, the the electric benches, and the helmets. Bring your own benches. BYOB in the NFL now. I think a lot of points. A lot of points in Buffalo. All right. All right, let's go to Sunday. Eagles, Bucks. I got some stats here, okay? The Eagles average 181 yards per game in their wins this year, six and three this season when they rush for 150 yards or more. So 181 rush yards, not total yards. Rush yards, rushes. On the ground, they really get it done. Yes. So what's more likely, Eagles 150 plus rush yards as a team or big day from Gronk, six plus catches and a touchdown. Yeah, Gronk. Last two weeks, Gronk has had seven catches, hasn't gotten the end zone. Though. Yeah, uh, Gronk. I'll take Gronk. I have a feeling this is going to be like a Jalen Hurts game. It's going to look ugly to start, and it's going to get close late, and Gronk's going to have a day. And then it'll be like Brady right around the third quarter, pedal to the metal, and then this thing will be done. That's the way. (laughs) Thank you very much. And Gronk likes that uh, choice. I'll take Gronk over the rush yards. I like it. Okay. I I think Gronk has a good game, too. Okay. And I I agree with you, Rich. Close game. Uh, Okay. All right. This is for you, TJ. We're halfway home of Super Wild Card. 49ers. Weekend, what's more likely? Cowboys. The disrespect for Jimmy G is so real. Jimmy G, multiple TD passes or Micah Parsons, multiple sacks. Oh, Micah Parsons, multiple sacks. Oh, yeah. I think, by the way, can I go with both? Possible. What's more likely? I'll go Possible. With, uh, you told me what's Make more likely. Make a decision. Uh, Micah Parsons, multiple sacks. Your damn act together. You know what, man? <laughs> um, it's a tough sport for first-time quarterbacks in the playoffs. Jimmy G obviously not won. But it's a different animal for first-time defenders rushing the passer. It's still just fingers in the dirt, go hunt. And I I can't wait to see this game. This is fascinating to me. I will take Micah Parsons multiple sacks over Jimmy Garoppolo, multiple touchdowns. I think they're going to run it. They're going to try and run it down the Cowboys' throat. I think that's the one way to – how do you keep Jimmy G upright? You just run somebody past Micah Parsons, you know, and okay. use use maybe Micah Parsons' uh, speed against him. Exactly. Throw you know behind what I mean? him, like, you know, run I, at him. I, I kind of – I kind of can't wait to see this yeah, whole thing. There's also out. Randy Gregory and Tank Lawrence out there True. too. So. Uh, all right, all right no, it's a deep, it's a deep roster. George Kittle said he sees all stars at every position. Not just Mike. Then, no. Odds, okay. this is the best game of the weekend. I, 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 I can't wait for it. That was number one for me, as you know. I ranked yeah. this six to I think one. You're right. I think you're right. All right, Steelers and Chiefs uh, finish off Sunday night. Simple on here. Steelers keep it close. What's more likely? Steelers keep it close, or Travis Kelsey goes over 100 yards. Now, Kelsey is second all-time, tied with Michael Irvin and Julian Edelman, with six 100-yard games in the playoffs. Kelsey. Second to Jerry Rice, of course. Kelsey tops 100 yards. Steelers keep it close. Kelsey tops yeah, 100 Yeah, t- Kelsey tops 100 yards. Never say never, but never. I appreciate that, Coach Tomlin. But I'll, you say, what's more likely? I gave you the more likely. Kelsey tops 100 yards.
Although he left that Saturday game a little dinged up. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. So, I think it's Kelsey Tops 100. All right, and Monday night, Cardinals. Rams right down the road at SoFi. What's more likely? Kyler Murray, three-plus total touchdowns, or Cooper Cup, 100-plus yards and a score. Rams, 8-1 and one this season when Cooper Cup goes over 100 yards. Cup over 100 yards. I'm telling you, first-time quarterbacks in the playoffs, it ain't easy. And I know Kamari's a different beast, and I know Murray played games you know, at high levels in Oklahoma and stuff like that, but Cup, man. Also, Kyler Murray really has struggled in his three years yeah. against the Rams. One in five, only seven passing touchdowns to six interceptions, has been sacked 18 times. And with all due respect to how the uh, the Cardinals will try and game plan Cooper Cup and try to uh, defend him, whoever that person or combination of people are, do not equal Aaron Donald, who is the one who can personally make sure Murray uh, does not do what you have asked if it's more likely so there you go let's see how right i am there we go let's go six or six let's go six or six uh phone lines uh seth in indianapolis has been hanging on forever what's up seth hey rich thanks for taking my call i wanted to talk about the mvp race go for it yeah so despite an amazing season by cooper cup and jonathan taylor despite what votes are cast or who wins what award one player is clearly the most valuable player of this league. Tom Brady leads his supposed opponent by 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns. He carried his team through an injury-ridden defense, ranked 31st against the pass through the first eight weeks, and took his team to their best record in franchise history against tougher opponents than Rodgers. When a team has a bad defense, you can't just play ball control football because the opponent will just score on you more often than not. Tom Brady didn't have a strong defense and 2,000 yards from scrimmage running backs to fall back on and let him make the easy throw. The MVP race shouldn't come down to which kicker made a field goal against the Saints and which didn't or when those games happened in the season. The MVP race shouldn't come down to who played the Rams' backups on defense due to COVID and who played the starters. If the MVP is Efficiency Stats Award, Kirk Cousins is your 2021 NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Seth and in Indiana, hey, coming hey, with hey, receipts hey, and numbers hey, like pro. Uh, you can follow Seth at PFF Seth right there. Thank you very much for the call, that. Seth. I mean, that's very well thought out right there. I appreciate that. But how can Brady be the MVP if he's targeting people because he doesn't want Antonio Brown to get his bonus? It's even more reason then because he's great, cutting off a, a potential point. receiver, right? So, I mean, what a jerk! What a jerk Brady was. <laughs> I mean, Antonio had every right to look at Tom Brady and say, "Tom, what are you doing, man? Is this your boy?" <laughs> yeah, throw it to your boys. <laughs> That's your boy. <laughs> yeah, we both work for the Bucks. <laughs> Brady was the one I voted for with Peter King. That's my man right there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Daniel in New Hampshire, I've got about a minute for you. What's up, Daniel? Uh, hi, Rich. Uh, yeah, I'm here at Dartmouth College. I've been listening to hey. you in middle Dartmouth. Um, What's going on? Yeah, so I want to talk to you about the New York football giants. I mean, as you've seen, they've decided to blow everything up. You know, they allowed Gettleman to retire. They fired Joe Judge. Um, so my question is twofold. One, what do you think is going to happen to Danny Dimes? Uh, do you think he's going to stay at the team? And two, do you think if he doesn't, 
that a trade to Pittsburgh makes sense. I mean, he has huh. the best line he'd ever had Ooh. in his career. He'll have a running back who's actually on the field most of the time. Uh, you know, he'll have more than two seconds before he has to throw the ball in the pocket sometimes. And we saw his rookie season. He had time. He led all rookie passers, including Kyler Murray and other quarterbacks we log now. So, what do you think he could do with Well, Tom? I just don't know if, if Danny Dimes has any any trade value. First of all, he's hurt. We're hoping he can take they're, – they're saying he can hit – he can be hit again and, and take contact again in August. That's how serious of his injury is. So the Giants are going to have to figure that one out. And he's 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 got contractual control. The question is, is do you pick up his fifth-year option? I don't think they do. They just let him play this thing out. And then you figure out what you, who your new general manager and coach is and what the, what the next step is. Or if you could just go ahead and make a big, huge-ass trade for one of these veterans that are on the market. And I appreciate the call. And I also don't think – and thank you for calling from Dartmouth. I, I, I also don't think Steelers fans, once the Big Ben um, career ends and all the dust settles – will be like, oh, yes, let's go get that guy from the Giants who didn't do uh, squat. <laughs> Diddly, Diddly and who's also it. banged up. And let's let, that's the guy that we're going to start who has only uh, one more year of contractual control after all this and an insane amount of money rate. Like Danny Dimes, the Steelers, is an interesting, you know, just supposition for something like this. But I, I don't think that's the way they'll go. And that's part of what Sunday night's going to be about, too. Certainly, if it is not a competitive game, that's what Al and Chris are going to spend the fourth quarter talking about is what's next. But what if? Those are the three words of Super Wild Card Weekend. But what if? Thanks for taking in this show. Thanks to Cooper Cup and to Kobe Dean and Tony Dungy and Dallas Goddard and Cameron Hayward on Peacock. Chris Brockman will give you sneaky good games. For everyone else, chat Monday.